Hey everybody, welcome to the How to Vegan podcast, or welcome back to the How to Vegan podcast if you have listened before. Thanks for being here. I'm really glad that you're tuning in today. I am coming to you with a completely different setup that I am recording in right now. I need to record my podcast when my baby is sleeping at night. It's kind of the only time where I feel like I have free time to actually focus and record and not be wondering if he's going to wake up from a nap or if he needs food or any of those things. So I need to record while he is sleeping at night, but he uses a sound machine that is like ocean waves. And we live in a really, really old home, like built in the early 1900s. And you can hear everything. The walls are really thin. So the sound machine is really, really loud and the microphone was picking it up. So my brother, who is a musician, a sound engineer, he is pretty much the most amazing human when it comes to anything sound related, helped me build this like little box thing that my microphone is in and my head is stuck in. It's a pretty big size box, but hopefully you guys cannot hear the like roar of my baby's sound machine in the background at all. You shouldn't be able to, but yeah, I'm hoping that this is, this is going to work because it's pretty like high quality sound recording studio-esque. So, you know, I'm kind of hoping that maybe the sound will just be like way better. Maybe it sounds like really much more professional. Who knows? Either way, I'm recording a podcast and I've been meaning to do this for a couple weeks now and just the sound issue and the baby issue, not the baby issue, but the fact that I have a baby to take care of full time is making it hard. So I know I said I'm back. I'm really excited to be back, but I'm not sure how often I'll be able to post again. I know I said that in the last episode, but we'll see. We'll see. Now that I have this set up, hopefully it'll be a little bit more regularly. Anyway, okay, I just wanted to let y'all know that if it sounds different, that's why. Hopefully it sounds better and not worse, but this is what we're working with for the time being. All right, so if you don't know, my name is Kristen. I'm the host of this podcast, and today's episode is going to be all about vegan pregnancy tips because I just went through a vegan pregnancy, 100% vegan Um, I'm raising my baby 100% vegan, so I'll probably do some episodes on that in the future. But yeah, I just went through a pregnancy. My baby's now eight and a half months old. So I have some really great tips that I would like to share with you because it's definitely important to make sure that you're doing the right thing when you're pregnant. You're growing a person inside of your body. And so it's really important to make sure that you're getting the nutrients that you need and you're being smart about it and not just like, meh, fuck it, you know. There are some things that you definitely need to consider, so that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode. But first, I just wanted to let y'all know that there are some ways that you can help support the podcast if you'd like. I do all of this work in my spare time, and I absolutely love it, but I don't make a lot of money doing this barely anything. So if you're interested in helping me out, then I started a Patreon. I felt really weird about starting a Patreon for a long time, but I did it. There's some different tiers on there, so I'll go into that more maybe in the next episode. Um, I think there's like a $5 tier, 
$10 and then maybe $15 and you get some like bonus stuff for signing up for each different tier but I'll leave the link to my Patreon in the show notes it's just patreon.com slash Kristen Pound and you can give me some money monthly if you're interested if you really enjoy the podcast and you want to help support me so that I can keep bringing you episodes, um, then that would be really, really nice. And I'd be really grateful for you because I felt really weird starting one, but I really felt like, hey, you know what? If I had a podcast that I listened to all the time and they were really helpful and I was getting the information for free, I wouldn't mind giving that person, you know, five bucks a month or 10 bucks a month or 15 bucks a month or whatever felt good for me. So if you're one of those people, then head on over there and sign up and you can see what goodies you'll get for joining signing up I don't know what it's called brand new to patreon so go check it out if you're interested okay that's enough shop upkeep talk let's get into today's topic vegan pregnancy tips before we begin just a few disclaimers I am not a doctor I am not a nutritionist I'm not a healthcare professional in any sort of way I am a health coach but that's about it so just want to throw that out there. I'm not a specialist on pregnancy. I am just sharing what I've learned and researched. And you guys know I'm like a huge researcher. So I spend a lot of time looking into things and making sure that I'm doing the right thing um, when it comes to my baby, especially. So I did a ton of research before I got pregnant, during pregnancy, and for this episode. So I'm just trying to help you guys out and share some of that research with you. Definitely talk to your healthcare provider about your diet, about your pregnancy, before, after, during, all of that stuff. Talk to your healthcare provider if you have any specific questions. Don't take my word for it because they probably know you better than I do. And I don't think that it's totally feasible for everyone to just suddenly go vegan before or during their pregnancy for various reasons. So I'm not saying go vegan if you're going to be pregnant or if you are pregnant because that might not be feasible for everybody. But I do think it's helpful in a lot of ways and you'll hear why once we get into the nitty gritty of the episode. And one more thing, I'm going to be using the terms vegan and plant-based interchangeably in this episode. So there are some differences between the two. I have an episode all about that. So if you're if you're interested in knowing what the actual difference is between vegan and plant-based, go check that out. But in this episode, I will be using the terms interchangeably. So if you're pregnant, congratulations. It's such an exciting time in life to be pregnant and to know that you're going to have a baby soon. So congratulations if you're pregnant. I know a lot of people wonder, when you're pregnant, is a vegan diet healthy? Like, is that safe for you? Is it safe for your baby? Will it harm your baby? Can you get enough nutrients that way? How in the hell do you even do it? Like, is it too overwhelming to even try? Should I just go back to eating meat and dairy or whatever to know that I'm getting what I need? No, a vegan pregnancy is totally doable totally safe. According to the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, a plant-based diet is a healthful choice at every single stage of life, including pregnancy and breastfeeding. So it's totally safe, totally healthy, and it's possible. It's, I think, ideal. And if you've decided to stay or go vegan during pregnancy, then you're bound to hear lots of, oh my God, you're going to starve your baby. You need meat for iron, protein, etc. 
you're not going to get enough calcium or you're not going to get enough omega-3s. Y'all know if you've been pregnant before or have kids, everyone wants to give you their advice and they're looking out for you, but it's doable. I'm telling you, you don't need those things. You don't need meat. You don't need dairy to get the things that you need because human babies that went through a vegan pregnancy have been surviving and thriving on predominantly or completely plant-based diets for thousands and thousands of years. And it still happens all over the world. FYI, White people are not the first people to be vegan if you didn't know this. Now you do. And plant-based pregnancies typically go very well. Women eating a plant-based diet while pregnant typically have a lower risk of preeclampsia. If you don't know what that is, it is a pregnancy complication that is characterized by high blood pressure as well as signs of damage to another organ system, which is most often the liver and kidneys. And if preeclampsia is unmanaged, it can prevent a developing fetus from getting enough blood and oxygen, and it can damage a mother's liver and kidneys, which is not good. Women eating a plant-based diet while pregnant typically have lower incidence of constipation while they're pregnant. They have a lower risk of developing gestational diabetes. And if you're not sure what that is, it is a type of diabetes that is first seen in a pregnant woman who did not have diabetes before she was pregnant. And it can lead to a whole host of problems for her and her baby. Women eating a plant-based diet while pregnant typically have a lower risk of obesity and gestational weight gain, improved fetal growth, lower exposure to toxins such as nitrates, which are found in cured meats, mercury, which is found in fish, antibiotics, and added hormones, which are found in eggs, dairy, and meat. And they typically have less interventions during delivery. And while we're talking about risks, something that is way too important not to mention in this episode is the fact that black women are three to four times more likely to die of pregnancy-related complications than white women. Why? Well, black women are much more likely to be uninsured, Black women often have a lack of access to care, and when they do get care, it's often of poor quality, especially at lower socioeconomic levels. But even black women who are relatively well off are more likely to face complications during pregnancy due to both implicit and systemic racism in the healthcare system. This is a quote from Dr. Anna Linger, the director of the Women in Health Initiative at the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health in Boston. She says, it's basically a public health and human rights emergency because it's been estimated that a significant portion of these deaths could be prevented. Basically, Black women are undervalued. They are not monitored as carefully as white women are. And when they do present with symptoms, they are often dismissed. But ultimately, the blame and the solution belong to everyone. It's not just the healthcare system that are that are upholding these the systemic racism and these issues with healthcare to black women. It's so important to educate yourself and to have conversations about what's going on with black women in the healthcare system. The public needs to become more aware so we can encourage the health establishment to face this crisis head on and to begin to make major steps to truly change things, not only for black pregnant women, but for black women in the healthcare system overall. Because yeah, I personally believe that everyone should have access to quality healthcare, and I personally believe that everyone should have access to healthy food. No one should have to struggle with these basic things. Everyone should be Everyone should have access to these things. We have more than enough resources 
to make that happen. So if you're a black mom-to-be and you're looking for resources to educate yourself on any of the potential risks and complications during pregnancy, I'll leave some links in the show notes for you to check out because I think it's really important to educate yourself so you know what to ask your doctors and what to look out for so that you get the care that you need because everybody deserves that high-quality health care, not just white women. And I know some of you might be thinking, Kristen, stick to the information about veganism, don't talk about politics, but this is not only a political issue, it is a human rights issue, and those are things that I am not going to ignore on this podcast. I think it's important to use my platform to talk about these things, even if they don't always directly relate to veganism. I'm going to talk about these things because it's important. It's important to raise awareness around these issues. And the fact that black women are three to four times more likely to die of pregnancy-related complications than white women is something that cannot be ignored and that needs to be talked about. So talk about it. Bring it up with your friends and family and spread the awareness because things need to change. But I do think that it's a good idea for anyone, including Black and BIPOC women, to eat more plants, especially whole plant-based foods, while they're pregnant. But you do need to make sure that you're being intentional about what you're eating. Just deciding to be vegan while pregnant and not really thinking twice about what you're eating as long as it's vegan isn't really a good idea. Veganism is not inherently healthy. Unhealthy vegan food exists. Hello, French fries and Oreos. You really need to focus on trying to eat a whole foods, plant-based diet as much as you can, if possible. Because what you eat and consume during pregnancy is so important. So here are some tangible and practical tips for you. The first one I have for you is to eat more. How much more? So many people think, oh my God, you have to double what you're eating because you're eating for two. That is not the case. In the first trimester, you need to eat about the same amount of calories that you typically would. You don't need to eat many more calories in that first trimester. Second trimester, you need to increase your calories by about 350. So not too much, but 350 calories around there. You don't need to be counting calories. I didn't count calories. I kind of know like how many calories is in a banana and a piece of bread and, you know, just eat a little bit more in your second trimester. If you want to count calories, you can. But if that doesn't feel right to you, just eat a little bit more. And you need to increase your calories by like 450 in the third trimester. And again, these are just estimates. You definitely don't need to count calories. Listen to your body. Your body will tell you, you know, if you're hungry, if you're needing more food, but you don't need to eat for two. (laughs) Gaining too much weight during pregnancy is not healthy. It's not ideal. And although you won't need too many extra calories, you will need to focus on getting more nutrients than you usually do, like protein, calcium, vitamin D, iron, vitamin B12, zinc, and choline. So yes, you do need to eat more protein. Protein is an important building block for your baby's cells and their hormones, but you don't need to eat a lot more. Pregnant women need about 70 grams of protein a day. This is like 15 to 25 grams more than usual, depending on how much you're eating prior to becoming pregnant, or maybe you're already eating more than that, which that's really not too difficult to do at all. There are so many ways to get some added protein in your diet, depending on the foods that you enjoy eating. So you can just add a little bit more lentils, quinoa, tofu, chickpeas, chia seeds, whole grain bread, nutritional yeast, peanut butter, Mm, peanut butter. And that way you'll get all the essential amino acids without the cholesterol or saturated fats 
that are found in meat and dairy products. So yeah, you could eat more protein by eating more meat, but then you're getting cholesterol, saturated fat, that kind of stuff that you really don't want to be eating ever, especially when you're pregnant. And if you need some meal ideas that are higher in protein, check out my latest What I Eat in a Day video on my YouTube channel. I'll definitely leave a little link in the show notes. I ate 104 grams of protein in that video. And I'm breastfeeding, so I definitely am trying to make sure that I'm getting enough, but I ate 104 grams of protein and I wasn't like trying so hard to eat that much protein. It's definitely doable. You just have to eat a wide variety of whole plant-based foods and make sure that you're eating protein-rich foods as well. But you want to make sure that you're not eating too much protein either. Too much protein during pregnancy might even decrease your baby's growth and try to meet your protein needs with real food. Try not to just rely too heavily on protein powders or supplements if possible. They're out there. They exist. I ate protein powder during my pregnancy um, in smoothies and stuff like that, but it wasn't like my main source of protein. You also want to make sure that you're taking your prenatal vitamins. I started taking prenatals like three months before we started trying to get pregnant. And if you're interested in everything that I did that I believe led me to getting pregnant on the first try, then I have a YouTube all about that as well. My YouTube channel is just Kristen Pound. If you guys want to go scope it out and see what videos I have on there, I've been doing more like pregnancy and vegan mama content. So yeah, it's just called How I Got Pregnant So Fast Plus Two Week Weight Tips. So if you want to go check that out, I did a bunch of stuff and I truly think it helped me get pregnant pretty quickly. But taking a prenatal is definitely important. Even if you think you're getting everything that you need through your food intake, it's best to take a prenatal as a backup because your vitamin needs increase during pregnancy. So I say take one just to make sure that you're good to go. I'll leave a link to the ones that I use in the show notes um, for sure as well. But there's lots of them out there. Just a vegan prenatal. You can spend like $10 on a bottle. You can spend like 50 probably even more on a bottle. So do some research, find which ones feel best for you, but I'll leave I'll leave a link for the ones that I took. And I'm still taking because I'm breastfeeding. You also want to take a methylfolate supplement if your prenatal doesn't include it. It's the active form of folic acid. People aren't really recommended to take a folic acid supplement anymore. It's the methylfolate. And this plays a role in the development of the nervous system and it has been shown to reduce the risk of having a child with spina bifida or other neural tube defects. So very important to be taking this methylfolate supplement. Very, very important. You also want to make sure you're eating foods that contain folic acid. Both of these things are important. So things like broccoli, Brussels sprouts, leafy green vegetables like cabbage, kale, spinach, peas, things like that, which, oh man, when I was pregnant, I don't know if I ate any of those things. I maybe snuck them in in my smoothies, but oh, I did not crave healthy food. Healthy food was like a bleh, 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 bleh. I hated it. I did not. It sucked to all the normal foods that I usually love. These healthy, delicious meals. Ugh. All I wanted was like bread and ice cream. Yeah, so that's why I took a pre- prenatal and I took a methylfolate. I took all of these things because I was like, oh my God, I might not be getting enough because all I want to eat is bread, like bagels. That's all I wanted. (laughs) 
You need to make sure that you're getting your omega-3s. These are critical for baby's brain development as well. DHA is super important, and DHA is found mainly in fish, and they get it from the algae that they eat. So the vegan supplements are derived from the algae that they eat. So you can take an algae-based supplement and get the DHA that you need. That way you're also getting your DHA from an uncontaminated source which is probably the best combination for all women, given the state of our world, Um, needing to minimize exposure to toxic pollutants such as dioxins, PCBs, and mercury that is often found in fish these days because our water water is not very clean, y'all. So if you want to get it derived from the algae that they eat, then you can do that instead of actually consuming like a fish oil supplement. And they're readily available. Iron is super important as well because your blood volume increases by 50% during pregnancy. 50% your blood. That blows my mind. And you want to make sure that you're getting enough vitamin C too because that helps with iron absorption. So iron is very important. Vitamin C with the iron is ideal. I highly recommend that you get your blood work done if you're wanting to see where your levels fall for all of this stuff are, like throughout your pregnancy, get your blood work done so you can see if you're low in anything. That's really the only way to know for sure. So I'm a huge advocate for getting your blood work done often so that you can know like if you're getting way too much of something or not enough of something. You also want to make sure that you're eating enough complex carbohydrates. Complex carbohydrates or non-refined carbs take longer to digest and they are a more stable source of energy than simple carbohydrates because they contain sugar, but they also contain fiber. So examples of complex carbs are things like oats, whole grain bread, bananas, sweet potatoes, things like that. On the other hand, simple carbohydrates or refined carbs, which are things you don't want to eat a lot of when you're pregnant, which was pretty much all I wanted, were are things that are highly processed to the point that little to no nutrition remains. So these are things like white bread, table sugar, syrups. So eating complex carbohydrates is ideal. You need like a minimum of 175 grams of carbs a day Even if you've been diagnosed with gestational diabetes, I know some people get diagnosed with that and think they just need to stop eating carbs, but carbs are important. Complex carbs are important. So don't cut those out. Definitely consume complex carbohydrates. It's really important. So yeah, just try to get your carbs from things like whole grains, fruits, vegetables, legumes, those sorts of things. And definitely eating a wide variety of fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, grains, legumes while you're pregnant is ideal. Try to get in as many different colors as you can. I know it's cliche to say, but eat the rainbow. Like try to get as many colors on your plate as you can with every meal, which for me when I was pregnant was hard. Again, these, this is not me being like, this is everything that I did while I was pregnant because, oh my God, no, it wasn't. I There were days where I literally ate brown food. I think that was it. The days that I, were, that I, that I was sick and didn't feel good, e- eating food was my main priority. So again, I'm not like preaching to you guys like, if you don't do this, your pregnancy is going to be unhealthy because that's not the case. Like my baby is completely healthy and fine and happy and great. Um, This is just in an ideal situation. Try to aim for this stuff. 
So some tips beyond nutrition would be to stay as active as you can. You should be able to continue with what you were doing before. So if you were like running before, you should be able to continue running, maybe not at the same capacity, but same with weightlifting. Like if you're weightlifting before, you should be able to continue doing that. Again, you're probably going to have to reduce the amount that you're lifting and all of that stuff, but you should be able to continue doing what you were doing before. Again, listen to your body. Your body will tell you. Like I lifted heavy ass weights for like two years before I got pregnant. Like that is my favorite form of exercise is lifting weights. I love it. When I was pregnant, I couldn't do it. It made me sick. Every time I would go to the gym and try to lift, I got nauseous. I got dizzy. I got shaky. It wasn't good. And then once I started to finally feel better, COVID hit. So gyms were closed anyway. So I couldn't, I couldn't go do that. But try not to start anything new. Like if you've never ran before, don't just be like, oh, I'm going to pick up running now that I'm pregnant. Like that's not, that's not a good idea. And again, you are probably going to have to reduce your intensity as you move throughout your pregnancy because it's just going to get harder and harder to be super active. And if you weren't very active before you got pregnant, then just maybe start walking a little bit or try some prenatal yoga. There are so many awesome YouTube channels that focus on fitness during pregnancy. And I did some like at home videos like on prenatal like yoga. I think I did some prenatal yoga and some like light lifting body weight exercises that I found on YouTube. And they made me feel so good. Like, oh. Moving your body just feels good, even if it's just a little bit. So try to stay as active as you can. That's really helpful for you and for your baby. Also, avoid alcohol and tobacco. Probably don't need to say that, but you know, maybe maybe someone out there needs to hear it. And clearly try to avoid recreational drugs as well. You want to try to limit your caffeine to like around 200 milligrams a day, which is like one to two cups depending on the coffee that you use and how it's prepared and such. I did just see a study that came out that was saying that you shouldn't have any caffeine while you're pregnant, but I had like a cup of coffee every day and I don't know, without that, I just, I don't know. I Coffee, I love coffee. It's just, it just gets me going in the morning and without drinking alcohol, it just, I felt like I would be just limiting everything in my life. So I had a cup of coffee a day. Um, and I felt good about it, but some women don't drink any coffee. Some women drink like five cups of coffee. Again, you decide what feels best for you, but most doctors say like around 200 milligrams a day of caffeine is where you want to stay. But listen to and trust your body for the, for the, for the most part, like listen to and trust your body. Your body knows what's up. Your body should, should communicate with you if you're tuning in. Try not to stress out too much. That is definitely something that is not ideal is just being so stressed and just am I getting enough this and oh my god like I didn't go to the gym today or today I literally ate a bagel and ice cream and uh, my baby is not going to be okay like that stress is not good for your baby like that is and I had to remind myself of that I was like you know that's probably worse in a lot of ways than not eating the perfect diet, you know, stress is really bad for your body and to stress your body out while you're pregnant is not ideal. So again, take all of these things that I'm saying and use them as like tips, but don't stress out too much about being perfect about it because that is not good ever. And I think especially during pregnancy, just try not to stress out too much. Do some meditation, do some deep breathing, go on long walks, try to eat as healthy as you can, take your prenatal and like, you're probably going to be fine. And also try to get enough rest. 
Seriously, you'll be so stoked that you did later, especially if this is your first pregnancy, you know, get some rest. Like people are like, rest, rest, rest. You're going to love it. You know, it'll be worth it. And you're kind of like, okay, right, whatever. But oh my God, once your baby comes, you're going to be like, I wish I would have rested even more. So rest. Your body is growing a fucking baby. It needs the damn rest. Don't feel bad about feeling lazy or doing air quotes lazy because you should be you're pregnant especially in the third trimester when you feel like you can't move around and you just want to lay around do it take some time to just relax if you can rest is really really good for you especially when you're pregnant so yes a healthy vegan pregnancy is totally doable and seemingly better for you than one that includes animal products eat a wide variety of healthy whole plant-based foods and take a prenatal vitamin every day, be intentional, be mindful about it, and like I just said, you're probably going to be fine. Those are my tips. These are the things that I think are important to talk about and to focus on, but listen to your body, be intentional, be mindful, but just don't stress out too much. Like, you got this. You got this. So I hope you liked this episode. I've been excited to share these tips with you. I love talking about pregnancy and being a mom now. So yeah, I this was a fun one for me to put together and I hope that these tips were helpful for you. If you have any questions for me or anything about anything that I talked about, feel free to hit me up on Instagram or message me on Facebook or send me an email. I will definitely respond and get back to you because I'm totally here to help out and answer any questions that you have. If you're not following the podcast Instagram account, it's just how to vegan podcast if you're not following me it's just kristen.pound so come follow me come find me connect with me there and make sure that you're subscribed on your favorite listening platform so whether you're listening on apple podcasts or spotify or wherever you're listening then make sure you're subscribed or following and it really really helps me out if you download the podcast so turn on your auto downloads and you'll be able to listen to the episodes no matter where you are it honestly just helps with like statistics and the more people that download the podcast the better so I would be very grateful if you started downloading the podcast if you're not and again if you turn on auto downloads it'll just download it and then no matter where you are if you're out camping in the middle of nowhere and you don't have service you can still listen to the episode so that is awesome and if you're loving the podcast then please head on over to itunes or the apple podcast app and leave a rating leave a review i oh i know i say it all the time but it's so helpful for the podcast if you go leave a rating or review on apple podcast and it doesn't take too long so please go do that and for those of you that have oh, i love you I love you so much. Don't forget to share this episode with anybody that you think might be interested in this information. So if you know someone who's vegan and they're pregnant or want to be pregnant or if you, anything like that, share this episode with them. I think they will find it helpful. Go ahead, share that vegan love. It feels so good and the ripple effect is so real. Oh yeah, and don't forget to check out the Patreon if you're interested. I appreciate it if you decide to because that's fucking awesome so thank you if you do for the full show notes including links to everything that i mentioned in this episode click on the link in the description of this episode and it'll take you right to the full show notes or you can just go to my website kristenpound.com clicking on the podcast tab and finding this episode. So yeah, links for everything that I mentioned will be there. If you have any ideas for an episode, feel free to hit me up and let me know. 
I have a massive list of episodes that I want to do. So this podcast truly is not going anywhere because there's so many things that I want to talk about and you guys send me so many amazing ideas. But don't let that hold you back from sending me an idea because I will add it to the list and someday could be years down the line, but someday I will probably get to it. And if it's something that sounds awesome and exciting to me, then maybe I'll do it soon. So let me know if you have any ideas for an episode. Again, feel free to send me a DM with any questions that you have about this episode or anything like that. Um, And I think that's it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy the new sound that I have going on in this episode. Hopefully it sounds better. I don't know. My head's stuck in this little booth type thing and it sounds good in my headphones. It sounds better in my headphones. So honestly, you guys should let me know. Like, let me know what you think of the sound because I'm super curious if it's better, if it's worse, if I need to adjust some more things. If you can hear the baby monitor the whole time, then like that's not going to fly because I hate listening to a podcast with shitty sound. Ugh, like just turn it off. I'm not into that at all. So let me know what you think of the sound because it sounds fucking great in my headphones, but like maybe it's not so good. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, thanks so much for listening. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day and I will just catch you in the next episode of the How to Vegan podcast. Bye.